world, American cradle of liberty. Look at you, you're a freak! What are we alive for except to grab all the kicks we can? To contaminate our society. Now being renovated. Mr. Dowd. Podcasting live from the bedrooms of many people around Reno. It's the worst little podcast. And I'm your host, Nick Ramirez, along with my good friends, Dogwater Dick, Cadillac Kim, Ian, Chewy, Rory could not be here today. They apologize. But who do we got playing? Machine Gun Vendetta. On the worst little podcast, we're talking out of our ass. Nick, it is so amazing that you just fucking whip that out like that in one take. I think it was better than I was pro. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I, you know, you do some a couple hundred times. Okay. <laughs> uh, how's everybody doing this week? Everybody who can be here. I'm good. I'm good. good. I'm happy to yeah. be here. Then nothing happened this week. Yeah. Thanks week. for having us on. Fuck. I've been looking. Very excited to be here. Thank you. Been looking forward to it, you know, like uh, the little, little uh, normalcy to the new schedule I have with the baby, you know. Um, baby likes to eat eight times a day every three hours, and <laughs> sleep uh, intermittently. Is it, is it all <laughs> Mikey's? Mikey's nursing, right? Uh, no, actually, we're not. We're not doing that. We're doing okay. formula. Okay, so it's. Um, we tried. It didn't work out. It's, it's better I know, this way. I know sometimes that doesn't work out. Doctor's cool with it. We're cool with it. Baby's cool with it. So, <laughs> but um, yeah, so if I'm a little spacey today, it's not just the weed. It's like a little, <laughs> bit, of, a little bit of sleep deprivation in there, too. Uh, and- congratulations to you and Mikey, by the way. Yeah, congratulations. Very exciting. Thanks, you guys. We appreciate it. Why don't we uh, state your name and what you play in the band? Uh, my name's Scott. I play the drums. I'm Adam. I'm bass and vocals. I'm Jim. I play guitar and do backup vocals. I guess I do vocals, too. Yeah, backup yeah, vocals. totally. When was the last time we had you guys on the show? Uh, this uh, is our first time. Yeah, we've actually never been on the show. You're I've been on here with my other bands. Yeah, what else have you been on here with? I mean, Lost Idea and... And uh, our band before Lost Idea was STD. Yes. Yes. We're on here with that so band. He tried to change it up with his, like, butch chop that he did with his beard. Oh, yeah. I don't oh. know if My sweet mutton chop. Oh, fucking so, yeah. sweet. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty. Oh, dude. Hilarious. He was just doing yeah, a I didn't on, shave hey. the whole face beard thing, you guys. You didn't see it, but... Yeah. It was pretty funny, great. but weird, but rad. <laughs> no, that's awesome. <laughs> Yeah, you got to buy a motorcycle, though, and that's hard. This is what COVID has done to us. I told him to do the monkey tail, and he wouldn't do it. <laughs> I had a couple people yeah. tell me to do that. That's fucking, it was full enough you could have gotten away with it. I mean, you'd still look like a douchebag, but you could have gotten away with it. <laughs> I wanted yeah. to go for the Lemmy. It's hard to take him seriously sometimes. <laughs> no, seriously, I, after I did it, I woke up in the morning and looked in the mirror and just looked at myself and just started laughing. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. For Halloween, are you going to buy a large mole? 
and just smoke a bunch of cigarettes oh. on their dope ride ace. Dude, that would be Dude, so yeah, sweet. that mustache <laughs> and a Fuck mullet yeah. would be totally rad. Fuck yeah. Dude. I think it needs to go a couple days or a couple shades darker on the hair though. Yeah. And really short jean shorts. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, it off. Man, I'm, I'm right now I'm sad that that's eight months away. <laughs> yeah. No, that's gonna give him plenty of time to grow oh, out that luxurious, sweet, sweet mullet. Yes. Which right. is actually like good point. Very that's good like point. in style now. Like that's a thing. Like mullets are back. And I don't know how I yeah. feel about that. You yeah, know, that's sure. kind of funny you mentioned that because I'd be seeing a, a, a lot more mullets. Not a lot more, but a few, you know, sprinkled, uh, you know, throughout society lately. <laughs> yeah. Funny you bring that up because I, I know I've seen some mullets of people at work and stuff. Customers coming to work. <laughs> well, just yeah. like, I mean, the Hedwig kind of started to bring back that Farrah Fawcett hairdo. Kind of same thing. Hedwig and the Angry Inch. Kind of. Yeah. I think it's mostly because people can't get haircuts right now or just like have it because we're all broke and nobody's working. So yeah. that's just kind of a natural shape. It like evolves into. They're like, hey, you know what's mullets, easy? You know what's easy? One. You know what's easy? The 70s and 80s. That's what's easy. <laughs> right. And up to before COVID, everybody was, I mean, let's face it, like our entire society was shaving their genitals a lot. Has that stopped also, do you think? <laughs> you know, I wonder. Because there's no need to. There's no, I mean, like, are women not shaving under their arms because, like, you're not going out as much and nobody's going to see you? And Well, yes and no. Right? It becomes a little bit of a jungle. You're like, <laughs> at, at, like at a point, you're like, ooh, this is bad. So you do it so you make yourself feel better, but then yes. you're like, nobody's going to see this anyway. So if I you fall know. behind, who cares? It's, it's like the le- less yeah. bathing during COVID as well. I mean, I've been with my boyfriend for like two years and like, he doesn't give a shit if my legs are a little hairy. It's just a thing. <laughs> like he's never like stroked my legs and be like, babe, you got to shave. Like, that's just not a thing. Fuck. <laughs> I, what? I, I never get laid, but I, I do like myself to look like I want me to look like. So I would a never little just let it, Yeah. I would never just let it go. <laughs> Cause then I, I just look at myself and I just feel ashamed. <laughs> Which is part of the confidence. When you guys see me, that confidence that I have, part of that is that I'm I'm a little trimmed. So <laughs> it's a secret that only I know. I mean, like, so you're saying I, the curtains match the drapes? Yeah, not quite. No, no, no. It's not hardwood floors. I'm not trying to look like an underage boy. I don't want to attract men who are looking for hairless men. That's weird. It's not all long. No, the curtains match my yard. You know how my bushes are all nicely trimmed in my front yard? (laughs) They still have leaves. Smiley face in the rocks? Yes, yes. (laughs) (laughs) That's exactly right. Perfect. Smiley face. (laughs) Oh, my God. I don't know what they would do if I, like ever saw that on another human just like a smiley face like shaved into their pubes <laughs> that would be like highly disturbing but that's what I'm going to think about from now on <laughs> the, we should uh, put that on the uh, like um, what do they call that the scavenger hunt list if you get a picture of somebody with a smiley face in their pubes 
<laughs> you get so many points. <laughs> okay. A uh, new Patreon goal. Uh, worst little podcast scavenger hunt. Um, <laughs> there you go. Put that in the uh, box of ideas that never, ever come to fruition. Yes. <clears throat> <laughs> well, you know, we're, we we could have called it the laziest podcast in the world, but I, I think worst little podcast has got a better ring to it, you know. Um, but uh, you guys want to hear a song? Should we get to a song? Yeah, what the fuck do you guys sound like? Yeah, sure. Uh, we play music. Now, you guys are pretty big but in honest- the punk rock scene in Reno for years. I mean, you guys were getting all the gigs. We've been around post- since uh, 2004. Oh, and wow. we've been Holy on uh, a bunch of tours. We just haven't released as many albums as we'd like. That's why we're super stoked for a new album. Yeah, it's been a it's been a long, wow. It's going to be so great. I guess this is the eighth year. It's been eight years since you put anything out. Uh so to come out with just, you know, a, a new full length is really a big, you know, step forward for us. And it kind of makes us relevant again. I think we feel like in a sense. There's a lot of good songs on this album. Fuck yeah. So, yeah. Um, this, that- last, this last one in particular, I think was, uh, we've been working at these songs for five years. We have some songs that are like five or six years They're old that we wrote, around, never recorded. You know, and then and- we like wrote the other half of the album in the last like year or two. Nice. Yeah, but they're all kick ass. So, you know, I think 2019, I think going into 2020, early 2020, and then, you know, COVID hit and ruined everything. Uh, but up, up until then we were moving through songs. Uh, I feel like it typically takes us a little bit longer than other bands to get a full song complete. It could be anywhere from a month to over a month, I don't know, six weeks and stuff, but uh, to move it a continuous pace and get out four or five songs in like you know five six months i think like what we did in the studio there because uh it was just a big step too and i think that's what helped us kind of move we wanted to put this album out earlier last year but with covid and everything obviously things got pushed back and uh you know jumbled around so we're just glad that it's we're finally seeing the light at the end of the tunnel so well and you guys like a lot of people write stuff and then immediately go in to record it and work it out in the studio but these are songs that you guys have played live for a little while right Right? Yeah, at least at least half of them we've been playing live for years, and that was that's what sucks about COVID is uh, we used to play shows like once to two times a month. You know, with COVID, it's just like a whole new universe now. So, are we gonna hear? Are we gonna hear the super early stuff or something a little bit later? Should we do these in order? I feel like we could do that. Let's hear, uh, yeah, do you wanna... Ascending to ascending to descent off our uh, our first full length, 2011.
many songs were on that EP? Fuck yeah. That was, uh, that was a full length. That was, that was 12 songs. 12 songs. Holy shit. Dude, that was, songs. So that, that, was, that was before I met you guys, right? Yeah, that was the only uh, recording we've done without you, actually. And what's that? That's so sad. I'm sorry. <laughs> 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 and what's the... And who did that one? Uh, it was the... the fuck were they called? Place in Sacramento. I don't think it's there anymore. I think it was off of D Street. It was called... Uh, it was like The Warehouse. The Hanger? The Hanger. Thank you, Jim. The Hanger. I've heard of that. The Hanger. So a bunch of big bands recorded there. That that record, that song from that record, that'll be 10 years old this year, actually. Uh, So a little bit about this place. I guess the Shriners owned it in, uh, I'm guessing, the 70s or 80s. I think... Heckler Magazine owned it for a time there. And yeah, they used it as a warehouse. There that you could skate in between recordings. It was uh, awesome. oh, it, it's got to be one rad. of the coolest studios we've ever been to. God damn. Yeah. We actually, there was half pipes going all the way through this place. We actually slept on one one night. It was like, pick your half pipe. <laughs> yeah, it was a cool place. You know, and uh, it was a really a cool place. A lot of open space. Uh, engineer we worked with was a guy, his name was Robert Cheek. Um, he was really fun to work with. He really got our humor well. And, you know, after being, we did like a five or six day session straight. Uh, and then we came back later, I think, and did another five days. Yeah, we actually, like that. so we did that. We recorded an album with our old singer and then we lost our old singer and came back and re-recorded with my vocals over it. So we ended up there a couple times because of that. So that one did take a little while to put together too. Um, but yeah, it was a really cool experience, you know, uh, and I don't think that place is around anymore. But one thing I did uh, kind of notice is uh, skateboard ramps and recording don't really go hand in hand too well. So I, I don't know. After Before I jumped on that ramp, I was just like, I'm not going to break my arm in the middle of recording, you know, on a, on a vert ramp, you know, because it was pretty good size. It had to be five or six feet. Yeah, you got to be, be smart about having a half pipe recording. Uh, yeah, that's for sure. Yeah. If you break your arm, then uh, it sounds like a great idea, though. I mean, when you said it, I was just like, that is so badass. And then you're right. The the fucking liability, the, the drummer breaking his arm. Yeah. The, not to mention, I mean, the noise, right? Because, I mean, skating is not quiet. Oh, uh, no, it's, it was its own warehouse, like, oh, okay. uh, and there was only one studio, so it was just us recording. Okay. And it was an industrial neighborhood, so no one cared. It was in Sacramento. I mean, yeah, I think the ramp was so, kind of because it was such a big place, I think the ramp was so far away in the other room. It was situated in such a way that I don't know if the mics would have picked it up from where we were doing it. Maybe in the drum room, because it was like a big open drum thing. It was it was a cool experience. Fuck they locked us man. in there for like five days or <laughs> something like that. They'd lock it at night because they had pianos from the 1500s and 1600s and shit in this place. Damn. It was totally crazy. Yeah. A lot of stuff, a lot of fun stuff to, you know, play with, you know big you know timpanis and those big old drums i don't even know what they're called this big around like a foot pedal and pedal adjust drums? the head pressure it's like you adjust the head pressure with a pedal sounds right and you can just blah blah and like you know keyboards and xylophone we all learned the, the harry potter theme song on the xylophone there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, did you guys add any of that to the album like you were inspired while you were there so you're like hey let's throw this shit in there too yeah, I don't Honestly, see xylophone had... in your music, but maybe timpani. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. We had such little time that, like, we literally rushed till the very end. Guy was uh, mixing as fast as he could with our last two hours of the weekend. I mean, yeah. 
I mean, should I think we spent the majority of our time on the damn keyboard or xylophone trying to figure out the theme to Beverly Hills Cop? So, yeah. oh, I don't know. So, have the three of you um, been a band the whole time? Like, uh, so we've all been in since the beginning? Me and Scott uh, started it together in 2004 with a couple different members, and uh, Jim joined the band. It wasn't that far in. What was it like? 2008? I think uh, seven. Seven? Yeah, it was only like three or four years in. We did a show. So he's been with us, you know, most of the time. It might have been after that. I think it was maybe 2009. I think maybe you joined somewhere around there. Mm. Uh, Because we found that we... I forgot about a whole uh, record that we recorded and did artwork for and never put out. And it sat on a hard drive and I found it. (laughs) And there was like nine songs that we did. I think there was nine on it. And that was labeled 2008. And that was still with with Chris and Aaron. So so I think 2009 was the year, Jimbo. I think so. Yeah. Did you ever put them out? No. Uh, Sort of. (laughs) I mean, we, we had copies of it and we would like you know give them away and try and sell them at shows but we if someone has one of those they better come for because we'll give them like a free t-shirt or something also back then like doing online stuff wasn't nearly as easy it was the myspace days yeah yeah (laughs) we started off with the myspace that's how long we've been together well and it's a it's an album that didn't have your current guitar player or singer on it right correct correct yes our album, 2011, Problematic Weapon, that we just heard a song off of, that started off as a full-length album with our old singer, but with Jim on it. And then when he left, we kind of rewrote the lyrics for like half the album and rewrote another six songs and then went back. That's why we, we went a couple times to the hangar. But some of his vocals stayed on it, right? The- uh, not, for the, the, not for the record that we just listened to that song from, no. There's the no, there's no, the, the original, original one with Aaron. Yeah. But when we went in to re-record it and actually produce it and release it, uh, there's no Aaron on there. Yeah. No. That, that album was called minus zero. You had to rewrite all the lyrics and like not use his lyrics and, and re-sing yeah, everything. Yeah, basically. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. What a lyrics to fit the melodies and then write six new songs and then go back. Did he just move to Oregon yeah. or? No, he went to school to become a physicist. God damn it. Whoa. Why do people? Uh, That's the kind of shit that wrecks punk music, okay? So wrong, man. Just get a trailer in Sun Valley and hang out. Or you can be uh, bad religion and be Greg Graff and then go to college and be in a punk band. Or he's like a professor at a college and goes and he's in a punk band, you know? Oh yeah. I think that's great. Um, Mike Tyson and Tommy, Tommy Angelini became a uh, professor to like a uh, physics or something crazy smart. Um, nice. Another local Reno band, punk band. Um, what was that band? Uh, it was Mike Tyson and Tommy. Um, they were before that. They were Dirty Steve, which was pretty notorious, like, <laughs> nasty little punk group. They were awesome, but yeah, Angelini became like a a physicist or something. Oh, um, nice. and, uh, the Gunner's daughter, um, the other guy, Tyson. Do anybody remember the Gunner's daughter? Fuck yeah, I do. They're really good. Yeah. What, year, well, what, year, what time frame are we talking about? This is Reno Punk, what, 2000? Okay, so Mike Tyson and Tommy would be late 
90s, early 2000s. I feel like I've heard that name before. Dirty Steve would be like mid 90s. Oh, man. That old, Nick. I started going to shows in like 97, I think. I was like 13. Yeah, I remember, you know, getting into the basement shows and things like that. Like, there was a bunch of old, old Reno bands that we used to go see. I mean, I remember watching, actually, I remember watching Chris and Dave when I was like 14 in a basement, shredding drums and guitar and stuff. Those guys were good back then. And I, yeah. I think I, I, I think vampires. I, I think, yeah, like original vampires, like right. <laughs> super young teenagers. And I feel like uh, I just picked up drums or something like that. And I remember going down there, my, uh, my friend Brandon took me over there to meet those guys and uh they shredded back then they were playing like no effects like green corn in a basement like in the middle of the week and i'm like 14 and it was like wow where were I'm all like, your parents <laughs> Divorced. <laughs> yeah they even brought back an old uh, favorite sucker punch like sucker punch was gone for a while and then gave and chris stepped up and those guys did a bunch more shows and it was awesome yeah i love sucker punch Great band. Yeah. Been around for so long. That's from my era. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. Right. Well, I was tearing it up with those well, guys. I think like the second or third show that I ever went to was Sucker Punch at uh was either Delmar Station or the old Stonies on Forster or no Keystone. Wells? No, no, I remember all those venues. Uh, <laughs> like in the nineties. <laughs> There was Late a stone on Keystone, huh? Yeah, it was the original one. They had a skate park there. Yeah, what was that? It was before was, the, the wow. train ditch. There's some train serious train. nostalgia going on. Uh, Do you remember when everybody bitched about whether or not we should have a train trench for like a million years? Do you remember that's all anybody talked about for like 13 years? Yeah. It was just went on and on and on. And then finally they fucking did it and we're then like nobody would ever know that we fought about it's that for better. 13 years. And it is way better. Yeah. Right. It's like, why didn't we do it 13 years ago? Oh, Jesus. Whoever was against this, you're an asshole. <laughs> no, it's great. It's quiet. Way more quiet. Do you remember when you would be downtown and you had to stop because the train? Like, it's so weird that that yeah, ever yeah. was a thing. Yeah. And now it's just like, I don't even know the trains Very go true. through downtown anymore. Unless I go to like that, that bab place where they sell great food um, right next to the train trench on 3rd Street. That Bab, Bab, they sell like Bib and Bot stuff, like. Bab Cafe? Bab Cafe, thank you. Unless I go to Bab Cafe, you never even know it was there. That one was real easy to figure out. (laughs) (laughs) That Bab place? That Bab place. Can't say I've heard of it. Oh, check it out. It's fucking amazing. And just go in there and order what they sell because it's delicious. You'll be like, you'll be like, what the fuck is that? And just eat it. It's going to be great. Just get the anything. Yeah. And it'll be like, do you want chicken or beef or pork? And you just pick whichever meat you want. And, and they give a giant thing. And it's just got all this crap in it. And you just eat it. And it's fantastic. Sometimes it's like, like an egg on top of it sometimes. Oh, it's fantastic. I think you've sold me. And sauce. They'll say, do you want sauce? And just say yes. And then they just give you sauce. And you dump it all over it and stir it all up. And. And just eat it. It's fantastic. What kind of cuisine? What kind of cuisine would you consider? Oh God, is that Korean? I don't even know. I think Kim? it's Korean. Yeah. I think it's Korean. Thank you. I was kind of. That's exactly oh. what I was thinking. I'm glad I asked because I was about to mention my favorite Korean place in Midtown there too. But which one's yeah, that? That sounds great. 
Um, Arario. Oh, I it's love above, that place. Where's yeah, that at? Above, uh, what is it above Noble Pie? Above Noble, yeah. I gotta fucking and, check that out. And it's just, it's kind of just tucked in there, up there on the second floor, and it's, it's reasonable, and it's, just, it's so delicious, and they got a lot of beers, and it's a good time. They have like a really fucking killer happy hour. Like everything is five dollars from like five to seven p.m. every day. I love going there. And it's, I, it's right down the street from my house, so I go there all the time. That's fantastic, and it's really good stuff. And now that you mentioned that, I've been thinking about it. It's been on my mind lately, and I, I'm gonna have to go. <laughs> I need my my bee bim bop <laughs> real soon. Yeah. yeah. Do they serve yeah, it in like a stone so bowl? Good. Does it like hot stone bowl bullshit or like? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What did Damn. I get before? It was like they do like it. They do it in such a way that you get like this crispy fried rice yes. like on the bottom yes. of the bowl, and, and you it's like this. you wouldn't think burnt ass rice would be good, and it's the best fucking <laughs> thing I've ever eaten. And you eat every <laughs> yeah, you eat every last flake of it. I don't oh. leave any behind. It's, when you, oh, to the point oh, where like so if you find a burnt piece you're just like oh i found a burnt part and i I get so excited and you get to eat all that crunchy rice it's fucking yeah no dude there was a place on moana that was fantastic and sold this great korean food and covid killed them they closed because of covid oh so it's terrible to hear i hate that story it's a common story god damn it It sucks so wherever those people went i wish i knew because i want to open i want to go to whatever restaurant they're running because it was fucking amazing Hey, ladies and gentlemen, knock, knock, knock is here. Hello, Rory. Are you serious? The Reverend is in. (laughs) Hello, everyone. Sorry for being a little late this evening. Had some uh, uh, domestic uh, issues. The uh, sink exploded and the gas main erupted and uh, there were uh, moles in the lawn. Right. Vesuvius is erupting. What a night. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's crazy. There's an earthquake and a fire. It was just a a cranky, almost three-year-old that's, you know, that's really about the same as all of that. (laughs) (laughs) So, hey, guys, how you doing? Long time no see. Good. Good, good. 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 How are you? Cheers. Yeah. Welcome back to the show. Uh, This is actually our first time we were talking about that. Really? It's one yeah. of my other bands. He's, that this have been is the on other here. band. Adam's yeah. been We're on a lot, this is, but not that. I would say Adam. This yeah. is my original band. I just this can't. Is my original band. But. And you guys have been like playing the whole time we've had a podcast. And he's been keeping them right, away yeah. from us. <laughs> well, <laughs> he had to. He had to vet the yeah. show with the uh, the chump bands before he bought the real band. Right. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure they're listening too, but they're not on the show this week, are they? Boom! Right. right. <laughs> they probably don't listen when they're not on, so it's cool. I missed them. So uh, d- we should get to. I, I assume I missed what you guys have been up to during COVID. I hope it's making music. And yeah, let's have a song. Yeah, Jump me it has in. been making music. Jump my ears in. One of the things. Yeah, we're currently working on a new album. We got a. We got a few from uh, our last EP, but we also have uh, one brand new one that we're going to hear tonight. All right. Fuck yeah. Unreleased exclusive. So, listening to you right now, though. Yeah, what, what, what do we want to do uh, right now, Rick? What do you skydiving. Think? Yeah, that's a great so one. So we wrote this song about basically not wanting to get old and end up in a nursing home where you're just living off of somebody else, spoon-feeding you all day. And so, I mean, you know, the premise, it's called The Seniors Are Skydiving. It's about just 
living life as much as you can before you staying get all decrepit. Staying active, because I feel like when those people go to those homes, that's when they start breaking down. You know, if not before that, but it's definitely, I feel yeah, like it's, slow a death, it's like a death sentence. You know, you got to keep your brain active and work that shit and exercise your brain. Or just send it all and go skydiving. When I grow old and die, I won't really care. Don't fit me with no oxygen and stick me in a wheelchair. Cause when my fucking back is cold, I'll turn it us. One thing I'll remember, I have fucking fun. As soon as it came on, and it's been a while since I heard it, and I was like, "Oh fuck, I remember this." You guys, that was the sound of my old house, and that was also uh, <laughs> that. I would say that is Reno punk rock. If you want to give somebody what that tastes like, there you go. <laughs> yeah, you can tell. You can tell the first the first album that was a bigger room, <laughs> and this is like great. And this is this last one. That's Rick's living room. So, <laughs> and it was your old house at li- in the living room, right? Well, yeah. at that point, anymore, unfortunately. I'd only been trying, attempting to record bands for about four or five years at that point, so it was very early, right. fairly early dog walk. Only sounds great, Rick and band, and <laughs> Rick and sure. others. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> hard, to, hard to believe that was eight years ago. Wow. Shit. 
Yeah. yeah. That's so fucking crazy. We had a second guitar sorry. player, Nick. You know, yeah, we had a different yeah. guitar player. Yeah, we had a second guitar player for a while. Years. Um, I'm excited yes. for you guys to hear the new stuff, honestly. I can't wait to get it out to everybody. Yeah, it's definitely going to be yeah. our best stuff we release, so we're all super excited. It's fucking... It's I fucking don't know crazy. how you do it. I don't think I've ever done anything for eight years. Like, I mean, I know you've been for a lot longer than that. Like, what's your secret? What keeps you doing this? Like, how are you all still doing what you do? Huh? It's just fun. love to do it. I yeah, mean, it's basically. super fun. I mean, it's like, you know, it's like, I don't know, the people, the music. I mean, everything. I love the music and, like, you know, meeting cool people, traveling around and, like, playing new places. And, like, it's definitely different, you know? And, like, you have to definitely get along if you're uh, stuck in a van for a while with each other, you know, because uh, each other's stinky socks are definitely going to piss each other off. Yeah, that's, that's definitely uh, one of the things that, like, it'll either drive a band apart or bring them together is when you go on tour. And fortunately, yeah, going know. on tour has brought us together each time, so. There's some people that just straight up aren't built for the road and you find that out very soon probably within the but first two on weeks. the road on the road you know when you guys <laughs> i've already committed committed to all yeah. this all these shows and all these connections and what i like the most too is the networking i feel like i meet the most interesting people that live in different areas of the united states that you find out, do the exact same thing you do. And then it's like, you just like mesh, you know? And then, you know, just like in life, you don't mesh with everyone terribly great, some more than others. That's just how life goes, you know? But sometimes you meet those people, you know, just through music that I'm still friends with 10, 12, 14 years later, even now. Yeah, just some way uh, in common with people, no matter where we go and end up making friends everywhere we go. So it, uh, you know, it just adds to the fun of touring. What's your favorite place you've ever played besides Reno? That wow, that's a that's a deep question. I, uh, first <laughs> off a of hand, first show that comes up, I think, is uh, what was it called? Seventh Circle in Denver. It was like a DIY venue. And uh, I don't know, we walked in. It just seemed like this. Uh, it was just a warehouse area. And we walked in and like as soon as we pulled up close to the venue, there was just tons of kids and we got in and it was it was just this big warehouse just packed full of kids and they just you know Fuck yeah they just wanted to start mosh pits and enjoy the music so it was it was a great time you know uh to answer the question from my opinion where do i like playing outside of reno i'm guessing that's a question uh you know i've always i've always loved tahoe i don't think you can have a bad time playing the show in Tahoe. Yeah, Whiskey Dicks is um, always a favorite up there. You know, the couple times we played in Carson, last time we played in Carson, exploded. That was really unexpected and crazy great. Um, and then, I mean... That was, that was so long ago. Texas was, Texas was fun. We did a... Texas is a lot of fun. Like every <laughs> city we went... And ironically, we got all of our gear stolen at our tour in Texas, <laughs> which really fucking sucked. But before that, everywhere we played in Texas, yeah. everyone we met was just fantastic. But yeah, then when that was that was about halfway through the tour and we were forced to go home at that point. <laughs> Las Cruces, New Mexico, we met this kid named Billy and he like lived in the college area. Uh, yeah, he was like... Billy. 
the radish dude ever like bought us a pizza and then like blew up a tomato in his living room with well, an M80. I, I don't know about the radish, but <laughs> the most energetic guy. He's just an energetic guy. I've ever met. I don't know about radish. But he was this, cool. This dude like dressed like he was from the 50s and shit. But he wasn't even part of the show. He just like randomly came across the show and liked our band and then was just like, come stay with oh, me. Just for a minute. Yeah, pizza sent to our van. Like, I, cause I wanna, I wanna impress Jim in my life. That's super important to me. And I didn't know all I had to do was buy a pizza, an M80, and a tomato. And I'm like, and I could be the coolest guy ever. You have those yeah. three items. No, I was trying to, I, like, I wasn't feeling good, and I was trying to sleep while they were still partying. And dude, just like burst into my room playing an acoustic guitar just out of nowhere <laughs> oh my gosh so this is a funny part one more thing about the tour life too and it's been a long time you know we've done a little bit you know um anyway this guy jim over here this guy jim used to do commercial truck driving right so me and Adam will drive after like three, four hours, we're all, oh, back hurts. Oh, someone switched me. Oh, I'm not feeling it anymore. I'm getting sleepy. Jim will, Jim will go like 10 hours straight. And you're like, Jim, you good, dude? He's like, yup. Just like back when you used to slam those energy drinks. <laughs> uh, and uh, I'd be like, dude, are you cool? He's like, yeah. I'm like, you've been driving like 10 hours, dude. How are you not exhausted? He just... You pulled over an eight-hour shift, dude. Yeah, you know? we, yeah, we drove from Santa Fe to San Antonio. It's an 18-hour drive, like and I'm driving. pretty sure he was driving for half of the way. I don't know if you guys remember, we, uh, we played Sacramento or Oakland and then Santa Cruz in the, in the same day, and we drove stri- I drove straight to fucking, like, Medford, Oregon or something. <laughs> yeah, something ridiculous. <laughs> right after the show. Wow. Yeah, just, like, driving uh, you guys are like phase you. You're like Voltron. Like you just put you together and you're just like continuous 24 7, 365 <laughs> rock and roll. Yeah, fuck yeah. Uh, <laughs> I make the show. Uh, Sounds good. Yeah, uh, this guy, Jim, actually just bought a shuttle bus a while back. We're just waiting to go back Ooh. on tour. That's one of the exciting things about this album is because we'll have it to go with us on tour and then we'll also be able to to go with in a shuttle bus and just have somewhere to sleep every night guaranteed is is amazing well and everybody talks about it, it would be good to prepare to, i mean caravan none of us are doing anything during covid so you should be recording an album and buying a new van while we're all stuck at right. home right <laughs> right yeah and you know we're, yeah. we're trying to to the go victors ahead. go the spoil see who's left at the end of the uh, uh band attrition <laughs> uh, the bands who are left are going to get the shows. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. Once, once people can play shows again, it's, you're right. It's going to be a battle to get into a venue because everybody's going to want to go to shows at that point. So I feel like it might be a little easier than normal to get people to show up. You know, with still the, uh, I'm, I feel like every day we get closer <laughs> to the, every day we get closer to the return of shows and concerts. And, but honestly, from this point where we are today, a year, yeah. I think it's another year. Easily. Yeah. What do you guys think? Another year? You yeah. know, and it's not going to be like the first show gets booked. You see that first flyer. Not everyone's going to be like over there to it. I think it's going to be like a slow trickle as people get more comfortable. And then, they'll, you know, finally, I think they'll go back normal. But I feel like a lot of it, you know, with all the venues that have fallen, uh, sadly, I feel like it might, it might turn back into like this basement show thing for a bit or something. 
definitely the consensus I've been hearing with a lot of uh, industry folks uh, from bands to, to uh, venues is, uh, yeah, spring of 22 is when we can uh, expect to see normalization. So I'd rather you know, just keep lying to myself. <laughs> <laughs> Keep the hope alive. I want to go on tour this year. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think later this year, there are going to be opportunities for smaller scale events, um, especially like toward the end of the summer, probably some outdoor things. But again, nothing like what we want it to be. I want yeah. mosh pit. I feel like that's kind of the way to start it off is outdoor. Oh, remember mosh pits? Oh, God, yeah. I want mosh pit. Uh, we were just talking about Remember, it. Remember the smell of sweat in a basement? <laughs> <laughs> I miss it. And somebody's like it? leaky Don't pipe, and it, then dude. like a Tony puked in the corner. After you go to an outdoor festival all day, the scattered bullshit that's all over the grass when you finally, when the show's finally over, and everybody and trickles the weird away. Smell of ham and raisins. Oh, and well, the fact that I'm yeah. soaking wet, covered in the pheromones of a hundred other people. Yeah. Head straight to the gay bar, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I. I do think this year you will see a return to, yeah, house parties, basement shows, backyard shows, that kind of thing. Yeah, which, I mean, if we have a CD release, I mean, it'll have to be a virtual or something. I mean, you know. Right, everybody. Yeah. I hope that we come out with the album this year, you know. What if what? everybody yeah, could I, prove they had been vaccinated? Yeah. I mean, that would be that would be kind of ideal, wouldn't it? That's yeah. happening in some parts. Oh, yeah, like, get on um, board like or get country. left behind. Well, some countries, like, if you can prove that you've had your vaccines, like, you can go to gyms and you can go to shows and the movie theaters and stuff like that. It makes sense, right? Yeah. yeah. Ooh, I got, I got my first one. I got you got first your first shot? This past week. I did. I thought I was going to be, like, tier 11. Um, you know, like healthy adult male. Um, but no, I, uh, because I work in a forward position, um, uh, working with the general public and helping people, they're trying to get us back to helping people face to face as soon as we can. So, um, I got bang, I'm tier one. Well, and you work and, for the state, uh, so right? I went and they said, yes. Yeah. It is. It's a, not yeah, just everybody who works at a drive through position it's... with the public. Right. No, yeah, yeah. I, I work in an emergency situation helping people. And I'll just leave it at that. If you know, you know. Otherwise, we're not going to talk about it. I didn't say which state. This I just said to do the with state. Any of that. Yeah. That could even be code for yeah. Yeah. the man. A state. I am the man. Um, <laughs> and in like that kind of men in black kind of way. Uh, no. <laughs> No, but they they want to be able to get us out there helping with people face to face as soon as we can, and we do often work with vulnerable populations. So to get us all vaccinated as we start to normalize operations is only the smart thing to do. Right, the same way they're vaccinating teachers. I excitedly signed up and ran, not walked, uh, um, to the vaccination station, and um, yeah, my next one is going to be in March. Did so, you go to the uh, uh, county to the health department? Uh, yeah, I, over there on Sutro. Yeah. The big drive through yeah. yeah. Yeah, with all the National so Guard and everything. Efficient. I got both of my shots there. It was so fast and easy. So I went at 6 o'clock at night, and it's this, like, maze you have to, like, navigate, and there's no other cars. But there's, like, they've yeah. got it all roped off, so there's, like, two and a half miles you're driving through, like, through link <laughs> chains and, and uh, uh, orange cones. <laughs> 
and different and then it branches out to like four different lanes or like five different lanes or something even more than that probably but when i went it was close to just one because it's six o'clock at night and only a few of us were there on a tuesday or whatever it was um but it, it it was really efficient and really like well put together and uh, set up to like, take care of everybody. So I'm excited to be halfway vaccinated. Hey, congrats! And then, yes, I will be able to be going to the cool kid parties middle of next month. Me and you, Rory. Yeah. There's there's we're both vaccinated. Hey, now, me too. So like, My vaccination well, is natural. Yeah, Rick too. Oh, no, you I, had COVID. I still got antibodies. Uh, and, <laughs> and my antibodies are getting tested twice a week, so I know for a fact I'm clean. Well done. Nice, Sam. nice, nice. Yeah, my it's parents weird, just though. finished their their second term of uh, the vaccine. Awesome. Good for them. Yeah, I it felt like it got sore and and you know like puffy for a few days, like a shot does. Yeah. <laughs> I I thought I had superpowers. Uh, then it turned out to just be a fart, which turned out to not just be a fart. Uh, uh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. You thought it was gonna be a fart, but then it wasn't. It wasn't. It was more than that. Yeah, <laughs> it was a super fart. <laughs> no, I actually. No, the the night I got the shot, I will say I did get a little sleepy. That may or may not have anything to do with the weed that I smoked when I came home. But you know, <laughs> no, legit, I did. I did feel a little sleepier than normal, but that was about it. Yeah, I did for like four days, but I was fine by Friday. I got mine on Monday, and I was fine by Friday. It wasn't a big deal. Yeah, okay. I was tired. Not a big deal. They say the second yeah. one's worse, though, right? Yeah. Yes. Oh my god, my second shot fucking sucked. I was down for almost two weeks. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. That was Rory. worse than when I had COVID. <laughs> well, <laughs> and even worse for me, I work from home, so it'll be like, well, can you get to the computer and do stuff? <laughs> Yeah. Dude, I still had to see patients and drive all over fucking Spanish Springs and do all that shit, and I felt like garbage. So I would do it again in a minute. I would do it again, but it fucking sucked. Worth it. Totally worth it. Yeah. Worth yeah. it. Totally worth it. But yeah. And, and I, heard I heard the people who have already had COVID are having worse symptoms when they get the vaccine. Did anybody hear that? I haven't heard that experience from any of my patients, but okay. it could be. Maybe it's a rumor. Yeah. It's like you're all used to it. Uh, it's going to get you harder. I heard that uh, Johnson & Johnson was getting close to releasing a one-shot um, vaccine. Ooh, that's yes. exciting. And is it the same uh, 80 90% efficacy? Yeah, that's what I've read. I believe so. Oh, mm-hmm. Dude, and if it's Johnson & Johnson, it won't hurt. No tears, girl. No tears. Well, and every every young man knows that they make baby oil. <laughs> do they? Uh, well, yeah, I they you do. know I didn't know about that until I was a parent. So you're a creep. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the whole the whole the whole baby oil game is there's there could be stiff competition. Yeah, he did. <laughs> Real quick, what was the last show you guys played? Uh, it was in March. We played with Guttermouth. March okay, I was just looking at that on the Facebook. It's the last, like, March 11th, man. That's like yeah. and that's the weekend before it went down. The lock- yeah, the lockdown yeah, started on the 15th. Yeah. 
<laughs> the guy from downtown Brown kept going, COVID! That's a band that played uh, on that show and they ended up staying with us. Uh, Mark oh, from Guttermouth was actually sober enough to sing that we show. We ended up drinking some beers and uh, smoking some blunts and it was it was a good time. They cool peeps. Uh, uh, we played with Lucidal Tendencies right before that. Where uh, was October, that? October, I think. Where was this last show that you played? Chase. Oh, Chase? Mm. It was a Chase, yeah. What one, what one? Guttermouth. Guttermouth, no. No, that was a Jub Jub. That was a Jub Jub. Yeah. Oh, oh, it's only been a year. Facebook memory. It it's is only been a year. Jub-jubs. Yeah. Well, that right. they know how much beer Adam drank. Uh, <laughs> he was like, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we I, bet he <laughs> I bet he ended up at Shay's at some point that evening. Yeah, yeah probably. <laughs> it's possible. Uh, don't I, quite remember the end. I missed that show and I kick myself now. And I think a lot of us are going to think a lot harder about the things that we decide to skip out on in the future because we've had this time that we haven't had to have these experience or we haven't gotten to have these experiences. And like what I wouldn't give if you have gone to that show like right now. Like, right. Yeah. No kidding. Yeah. Really, Jeff's really. going down was really disheartening. I went to God. Pennywise in Tahoe in January, I think so. Oh, I was there too. for that show. Yeah, that was, yeah, well, that was a rad show. Not uh, the, the, the ability to, or to not have the ability to go to a show, not only to play or you know just to watch your friends play. I feel like it's a piece of my soul that has been missing for a year. Yeah, and it just I feels feel like, I don't feel like myself. No, a lot I of the time, like sometimes of like. I think a lot of people take it for granted that we can just do that. Like, cause there's so many awesome shows uh, that happen in Reno. You're like, Oh, I'll just catch the next one or whatever. But man, we're going to, it's going to wear off really quick too. How quickly are we going to like not care again? It'll be like it'll be like a year later. We'll not be caring. It'll be just like the Great Depression when the Great De- when the Great Depression happened. Everybody was like, "The banks can fail. Keep your money in your fucking mattress." They were just they were all freaked out. And then they tried to tell their grandkids like like make sure you've got money because it can happen again. And nobody gave a shit. And then you know it never happened again. Yeah, really. We're like, Fuck it. We'll take a patch. Right. <laughs> we're gonna be those people. Like you don't understand. It could happen. They could take it all away from us again, and nobody will. <laughs> nobody will fucking care. <laughs> That's it. Like hazmat suit. New new venue owners are gonna be like, uh, is this the right? You know, gamble. It's always gonna be a gamble, but especially now, coming out of COVID, it, you you know, it's not a. I mean, unless you can get big name bands and uh, God knows you know, when they're going to be like, yeah, we're ready to get out on the road and play. You know what I mean? There's no guarantee yeah. rock and roll or showbiz. <laughs> you know, and that's why I'm saying I will definitely be- think twice about licking a bar top. <laughs> <laughs> or hey, you guys, back yeah. back of a toilet. Yeah, <laughs> which is weird. The next morning, no, no that's why I think it's going to be like a slow trickle um, back into shows. Yeah. You know, I don't think it's going to be like a full house on the first show. I think it's going to be, you know, as people get more and more comfortable. Well, um, and if it is, if it is a full house on the first show back, are they going to be a ton of like anti-masking COVID deniers that show up to that first show? Right. Mm. Like dude who always runs in the mosh pit with his shirt off, but him with his shirt off and his mask off. Like I want you to know, Adam, I love that guy. I love that guy. <laughs> I want a whole crowd of that guy. 
Yeah. Turns out some really bizarre that things happen at shows, too. I remember this guy probably in the last, well, from now, it'll probably be over a year. But remember that guy at Shays? We were playing one time. This guy came in. That's like he like lacerated his finger or something outside. Comes in, is just like sprinkling blood all over oh, the yeah. place. Oh Jesus! Yeah. Like what? Oh is going God! On? Like right in the middle of the dance floor and wow, <laughs> just beers yeah. and blood. And you're just like, okay, gotta go, bro. But <laughs> <laughs> it's just random stuff like that. I th- yeah. I th- we played at the knitting factory one time. I swear, I think it was one kid we met in the beginning of the show before we had played. And then we find out later he left in a stretcher or something. <laughs> you remember that? It was like, I mean, vaguely. Actually, I think I see paramedics and like hauling this kid off in a stretch on a stretcher. Like, I don't know what had happened to him, but. <laughs> I'm like, oh yeah. No, I do remember that because I remember that's when I learned that you can't put stickers on ambulances because they had that special coating. <laughs> no, that was a stick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> and uh, the bouncers from the little nugget down there had like bashed some two guys face in on the sidewalk. And I walked over there and I was like, don't let him take you, bro. You can get up. You can get up. This guy was like, had blood on his face. I was like, whatever, bro. Here's a machine gun vendetta sticker. And I threw it on his chest. Like all these people started coming. So I was like, hey, here's a machine gun vendetta sticker. Here's a machine gun vendetta sticker. Fucking. I had to have been five or six years ago. Yeah. And these guys were putting stickers on the ambulance. <laughs> Don't fuck with the little nugget. Rest in peace, little nugget. Rest in peace, little nugget. Awful awful is like part of my life. Yeah. Yeah. I need to go downtown eating that thing since I was like 14. Yeah, 14, exactly. Calamari sandwich. Calamari steak sandwich. That was so you wouldn't think that would be good. It was fucking great. God damn, where can I go? Where can I go for my calamari sticks? Oh, I'm sure it was like frozen calamari that was already breaded that they just threw in a deep fryer, but it was fucking amazing. That damn kitchen was always so disgusting. I don't know how they passed the health inspection. They got got dinged for health health violations constantly, (laughs) but the awful awful was just so good. A C is a passing grade. Amen. If there's any place I wanted to get fudged on the health inspection, it would have been that place. Right. Yeah. <laughs> the, the thing was like, it would be late at night. You had just a few bucks left and there was like two or three of you. You get one of those, split it, eat all the fries. And you guys be like, yeah, you know, yeah. we're full and we have enough money to get gas to get everybody home. You know, <laughs> so many fries. Remember all those fries? And when you're so wasted, you don't care about the health code violation. No, no. who gives a shit? No. I'm gonna feel like crap tomorrow anyway. <laughs> I when I'm wasted, <laughs> I'll eat Jack in the Box. I'll eat uh, little oh, Caesars yeah. out of a box in a dumpster. You know, like right. <laughs> <laughs> they just throw this out. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it, it's only a couple hours old. I never yeah. felt sick after eating at the Little Nugget. In my whole I life, I never got sick either. Never. It was sketchy. Yeah, me either. Honestly, mm-hmm. yeah. I I think any uh, booze you were drinking, um, like uh, remember the like what was it dollar kamikazes from oh, like God. five to nine at the oh, bar right God. out front. <laughs> <laughs> Rick, that was when I really began cultivating my acid indigestion and alcoholism. <laughs> 
It's the worst. It's the worst. Because Rick, Rick and I were really cheap dates. We would rush over there before the show, pound a whole bunch of those. And have a bike bottle oh, full yeah. of whiskey. And because nobody questions yeah. a bike bottle. So you just got a bike bottle like, oh, I'm just hydrating and it's full of whiskey. And we just order like a regular drink and then squirt whiskey out of the bike bottle into it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so shitty. This is why I'm sober now, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> and then this would inevitably end up with taking a nap in the pit back of Rick's pickup truck. Right. Parked over, over by the parked, parked over by the Chinese restaurant. Yeah. And sleeping under the stars, too drunk to drive. All right, let's have a song. Amen. <laughs> Yeah. Did we already go through the old ones? Are we on to the? Uh, we're on song. song. This would be the third song we're playing, correct? So I think we're doing another. Well, no, this one is the, actually the um, the last one of of the old album, and then we'll have correct the one song from the new album. Oh, Do you know this what song's it? called yes. "In the Gutter." That's what it is. I in forgot the, about okay, that. Okay, we're song. doing "In the Gutter." Okay. This is another song of our 2013 EP. That's pretty much anybody could you know knows what it's like to be in the gutter and shit. So. I think anybody can relate. He's got his guitar. He's got his daddy shoot a little finger to the world. He's got nothing left to lose. A bag of shitty weed. A half a flask of booze. A middle finger to the world. He's got nothing left to lose. Fuck you! Living off the ashes of his father's pride. Living in denial of his own invite. at a show you guys yeah you guys are rippers nothing but <laughs> you like ripping so oh, yeah speaking of ripping adam and i went to the skate park yesterday there's hell people down there dude yeah so i'm i'm kind of crippled right now because i'm old and attempted to skateboard and uh 
I was trying to do a power slide at the skate park on Sunday. Fell right smack on my back, like just completely flat, like I was planking. Yeah, let me and, ask you, uh, uh, what decade were you spine. born in? Uh, I was born in 84. Yeah, you, you shouldn't be doing that shit, motherfucker. No, <laughs> never <laughs> stop. It's fun when I don't it so here's the thing: the distance between your ass and the ground is a lot more than it was when you were 18. More specifically, your ass is heavier, so it falls <laughs> faster <laughs> and it hurts harder. <laughs> Plus, I've rolled on it so many times skateboarding that it's already bruised. True. Just yeah, anyways, there's some numbness already, some some nerve damage to begin with, but. <laughs> No, I tell you this as 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 a father of a toddler. Uh, no, that falls hurt a lot more. The the once you pass that like a uh, big three zero. <laughs> yep. Uh, and hospital bills now. matter a whole lot more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, when you're not the one paying them. Yeah. 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 Once you're over thirty, you're a big advocate for universal health care. Uh, <laughs> should be. Rory, uh, should we do? Should we do the should thing? Should we do it? I think we should, should do, do it. it. Do They've it never now. been do it. before as a band. Uh-huh. Rick, can you give it to me? As you wish, Mr. Dowd. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, but more importantly, the uninitiated members of the band. This is the worst little quiz in the world, where I'm going to ask you a whole bunch of questions that. Uh, you guys won't have any problem answering in public, but uh, it will be for grading and mockery of your peers. Are you ready to play for fun and prizes? Sure. Yeah. 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 What kind of prizes? Uh, imaginary ones. <laughs> All right. Adam, you've done this like, before, right? Imaginary trophies. What yeah, kind of imaginary Prizes ones? are fun, uh, though, like unimaginary ones, you know. Uh, you can award each other uh, uh, your own beer and weed. Sweet. There you go. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> so the first question, we're going to start with Scott. Scott, upon your death, <laughs> what would you haunt? What would I haunt? I'd probably haunt. How about my old high school? I'll just skis around there and cause problems. <laughs> Go back to McQueen. Yeah, I've been back in there since yeah, I've been oh, Robert McQueen. McQueen High School up at the top. Yeah, I've known this dude since I was like fifteen or sixteen. Either that or how about like maybe 14? I just like skis down by the river. I'd be like a river ghost. Mm, like the downtown the river kids. ghosts. Yeah, you know? <laughs> that could be that could be pretty fun. Yeah. yeah. Same oh. question to you, sir. I don't know. What's that place that has the uh, underground comedy place over there? The uh Pioneer. 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 Yeah, Pioneer. I'd totally hunt Pioneer Center. Dude, that'd be fun. Because I'd just sit back and laugh my ass off and fucking uh, have some cocktails. <laughs> yeah, I think you'd be in a lot of good ghost company, like the Overlook Hotel kind of shit. That, that, yeah, that that's the, I don't think you'd be alone. Cool shit. As far as being a ghost, I don't think you'd be alone down there. No. Who knows? Uh, Adam. Uh, I'm going to say some, some random suburban house. No specific one. It's going to be like, uh, what's that new? Paranormal activity. It's going to be like one of those. Just like, I'll just start like a hobo ghost around by their feet. A house. Uh, yeah. 
<laughs> but is the house going to be known? I mean, if, if I could, like, blow ghost smoke, it would. I would just be hotboxing their house. That'd be fun. Oh, there's no weed in ghost in. Why in, in is there no land. weed in there ghost land? You don't know. Why do I want to go to ghost land? If there's no ghost <laughs> so weed, it'd be like this, like weird, this <laughs> weird dark gray looking weed. It'd be like gray. <laughs> I mean, it's spooky. If it works the same, then you it know. gets you high, but it tastes like complete. Dude, ass. that's such a warm gray. <laughs> I bet fair. it's dank weed. It's like sucking on a piece of. <laughs> I just like, haunt the cemetery and get high. That's that's uh. That's but there's gonna be more people you, in a suburban home. <laughs> like you'll have more to do. You know. Uh, All Nick, right. Your turn. All right. Let's. Uh, this time we'll start with Adam. Uh, Adam, have you ever had a lucid dream? And if so, would you want to elaborate? Mm, <laughs> I don't remember. Yeah, no, I forgot where I was going. Wait, with that, but no, this is this I don't is think a so. this might be a weed. Uh, weed stops people from dreaming, and all of our guests are potheads. This might be a bad question. True. Uh, it's that's not one, necessarily so, provable. Let me, let me try it I, out. I know people who still have lucid dreams who smoke a lot of pot. I smoked pot for twenty years. I think I had three dreams during that period of time. So no kidding. I do have lots of dreams that are just not necessarily lucid, but. I've only ever had one nightmare in my entire life. And it wasn't even really a nightmare. It was just... Uh, oh, they're coming. Uh, it, they're coming. Some dude in the distance. It's not oh. that you don't dream. It's you lose the ability to form the memories of your dream states. Okay. That, uh, <laughs> but that's like... You remember when upon waking, but... That's like saying you do see movies, you just don't remember any of them. What difference does it make? Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> That's literally what my mom does. My mom's watched the six. But like it, it, it's important for your brain to go. <laughs> it's important for your brain to go through it at night. Yeah, no, because you'll go crazy if that doesn't happen. Yeah. But Adam, say that again about your mom. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, no, like literally. I mean, I know it's like the the movie Fifty First Dates or whatever, but she's seen the movie The Sixth Sense like for at least the three three or four first times that she watched it. She didn't remember what happened. So she was surprised that, you know, Bruce Willis was a ghost every time. Oh, so spoiler! Enjoy that, that movie Jesus. more than most people. Oh, my God. Who are you? What happens if your mom watches... What happens if Adam's mom watches this podcast? She, she'll she find out. Well, after like, the spoil six it. or seventh time, she remembered, you know. Okay, okay. It's awesome how in the studio or on stage, we always get to the topic of Adam's mom. Oh. <laughs> Shit. Oh, no. All right, Jimmy. It's a good subject to get on dream. top of. <laughs> uh, Jimmy's uh, turn. Right. Have you had a lucid dream? We are dream? doing a quiz here. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I used to take uh, like uh, I was a truck driver and I had a bunch of money and I was like working on the road and I had this soapbox, you know, above my uh, washer and dryer and I kept all my money in that thing. I'd empty all the fucking soap out, put the money in there, put the soap back in. And I had a dream about it and that some lady took it from me, but then in my dream I realized I was dreaming. But then I woke up. But then I woke up again. <laughs> it was fucking weird. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, I've, I've had that happen too when you know that you're dreaming the minute that you're, you're aware of that. And then you wake up and you think that you woke up, right? Yeah. yeah, but you did. Yeah. And you wake up for real, and you're. Uh, I had one where I woke up. A reason I asked because I, I had one where I woke up. 
I open my eyes and I'm in my room and it's just the same as when I went to bed and I closed my eyes and I could see the, the same dream, you know? It was, it was weird. Yeah, well. Scott, yeah. Do, you, do you ever have that happen to you? You ever have a lucid dream? So, I mean, once again, I can't really name a specific dream. I'm sure I have at some point, but you know, marijuana. <laughs> is the the common things i kind of see from dream to dream tend to be i tend to see snakes a lot jesus uh i, I tend to slithering yeah there's there's snakes in my dreams an awful lot um also i don't know I'm trying to think what else um, sausage back. <laughs> they're always like these. They're always like these humongous, these humongous ass snakes. And then you got the traditional like being underwater, you know, uh, jumping off a building before you hit the ground. You wake up, kind of shit. The slow motion punching, you know. And then there's always that. I feel like a lot of the time I'm being chased. <laughs> like I, I'm always running from something, but they never do catch me, even though they're always right behind me. Kind of like a bad movie. Your path no, is kind of like that. So <laughs> it's kind of like reoccurring. I see these themes that kind of reoccur, uh, you know, especially with dreams that when I do remember them, you know, because I know that I do dream, but, you know, I'm, I'm sure the weed suppresses a lot of it, you know. Um, it right. started out like H.R. Giger, and then it moved into just like, well, all the dreams I have too, so. So cast like losing the- your teeth <laughs> and stuff. Oh, right, God, that's the, the worst. Yes, yes. Right, I thought going to be like. Out in your dreams. <laughs> Sorry, I wanted to mention that. I forgot about it. But Dude, yeah, all your teeth falling out, or you start chewing and they all crumble away while you're chewing. Yeah. Like in Ren and Stimpy. Yeah, oh, that dream. I hate yeah. that dream. That's so I awful. <laughs> <laughs> like, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you know, that story of like Samson and he loses his hair. He loses it. Like, dude, when you have that dream about your teeth, it's like, oh, I'm the worst person in the world. <laughs> all of my teeth are gone now. Yeah, they crumble. Part. Yeah, because oh, it's of course it has to because it's something I did. Right. <laughs> <laughs> my first thought is always my mom is going to be so disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> Worst little podcast cast. Should we keep that question or that was a bad one? <laughs> no, I was worried because of the weed thing, but it ended up being great. Like we all like related to that. So I think it's fucking great. All right. I'll keep it in the satchel then. All right. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Adam, I, I think you've been asked this before, but what was the first album you ever bought with your own money? Uh, uh, Offspring, the Offspring Ignition. And then after I got that, I was obsessed with the Offspring for like, like quite a while, up until up until uh, Pretty Fly for a White Guy came out. Then I kind of eased up on him for a little bit. Yeah. But they were they're one of my favorite bands and then uh I ran into this kid who I told him my favorite band was the offspring. He's like, You're into punk? And I was like, What's punk? <laughs> and that's kinda when I uh-huh. fell into things. All right. <clears throat> yep. Next, either either one. Me? Uh God, you know, I know it was Green Day. Um I remember buying the Kerplunk cassette with my <laughs> own money and I remember 
distinctly going, I was with my mom at the time. I think I was like 11 or 12. I want to say I was like 11. And it was like, there was like the CD section of the grocery store. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, when they, remember when they used to have those? Oh, yeah. And uh, I remember buying Green Day Insomniac on a CD. And I remember back then it being like 18 bucks, brand new, you know, and they had the plastic protector thing on it and they that enormous the plastic they, thing yeah. they free it for you out of its you know out of its plastic and oh man I, I remember i used to just like memorize albums and albums of green day's lyrics i was like a huge i guess transition band i, I also love the offspring too up until about the album adam mentioned <laughs> um actually i believe if i'm not mistaken his show and my show were the same show me and adam's and I think it was 1997, The Offspring, Good Riddance, and I think there's two more at The Livestock. Does anyone remember that show? Uh, I I remember it happening. I remember not going to the show because it was oh, too corporate yeah, yeah. sellout for me and my drunk rock friends. <laughs> 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 but uh, that decision probably had more to do with the fact that we couldn't afford tickets because we were drunk rock kids <laughs> <laughs> yeah those shows were weird over at the livestock too. yeah um i remember i saw primus there with the the aquabats i don't gotta oh, say fucking yeah. right. <laughs> it was Dude, yeah what the fuck yeah that was kind of weird tool i saw tool there once too and i think that's the only shows that i ever saw there but they had like i think run dmc play there with the Foo Fighters yeah. or some shit. Wow. Damn. Whack some weird combo. lineups you're rattling off, dude. This sounds whack. So uh, I think something that big, obviously, is going to be the inside of the main livestock thing where they do the rodeo and all that shit on the inside. That's where they have the stage, right? Because I know I've been to show. I think I went to Flogging Molly and was a setup like that. Back in that Offspring show, remember, you know, I think you were up... Yeah, away when we were like 13. Yeah, but yeah, it yeah. wasn't in the big part of the livestock. It was in like this little oh. like the pavilion. They called it the pavilion. Yeah, they usually oh, yeah. the highest ceiling and things like that. And I mean, I still remember it being. Yeah, it was the time. Offspring, Good Riddance, and One Hit Wonder. That's the other band. That was my yeah. first big show. I saw Pennywise the livestock. I remember missing that show. <laughs> yeah. Wait, Jimmy no, was. What was your first show? Oh, no, first, first album. Show. Oh, first, oh, first album. album. I don't know. I mean, I I think I remember I bought the Green Day Dookie album. But I don't know. I mean, I think I bought the Pennywise album first. So uh, not really sure. Pennywise. We'll what, what Pennywise. Pennywise. What Pennywise Because you album? like Pennywise. Uh, yeah, those guys are pretty sick, man. Yeah. <laughs> what, al- what album did you get? Uh, I don't remember. I know it was them sitting uh, on the ground against a brick wall. I think on the back of it or something. Uh, I think you was it, help me out. Was it Pennywise? Pennywise? Yeah, I think so. The blue and what is it? Blue yeah, and yellow blue, yeah. or something? That was, yeah. Yeah. Pennywise album, that was a good record. That so was a good record. Circle. Yeah, dude. Yeah, that was a really good. You one. know, I mean, I, you know, I was like 12 years old, and the pizza guy used to show up listening to Pennywise, and I was like, fuck yeah, those guys are sick, dude. <sighs> And that's like truly when I found out like about those dudes. So yeah, for a while I wouldn't listen to anything unless it was fast. <laughs> I mean, it was stupid because I was missing out on a lot of good music. But that's just where I was at at the time. 
I mean, back in the day, I remember going around town with a punk and drub look like cassette tape fucking Walkman, you know? Cassettes. Yeah. <laughs> and, and was your Walkman uh, held Tower on Records with tape? used to be over off of... <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Combination of scotch yeah, and like... duck. <laughs> Walkman. Oh, man. Yeah. And then they came out with Discman, and you were like, oh, shit, Discman. Yeah. Sony Discman. Because Discman sounded weird. It had to be Discman. Discman, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Discman. <laughs> Discman. <laughs> Call upon you. Uh, Rick, your question. Okay, you guys. What is the age and circumstance of the loss of your virginity? Scott, you first. Oh, boy. Um. Oh, man, okay. Uh, my friend Casey's apartment. Uh, drunk on whiskey, seventeen years old. Nice. That's pretty good. Um, hey, hey. That's, that's a skinny details there. Uh, yeah, yeah, I guess uh, specific enough. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, it was my first time. Had the old whiskey go. dick. What are you gonna do? Oh, that's sad. <laughs> it's always bad the first time. No, there, there are the very few. Time. There are very few great first times. Not the whole time, but <laughs> I remember lasting a while. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, let's go with Jim here. Oh shit! What? Same question? Yep. Yes, sir. Oh fuck! I, don't, dude, I think I was like twelve or thirteen dude, with the oh. chick named Tara. Oh, that's awful. And she, uh, <laughs> she, I remember this chick being like obsessed over like Freddie Mercury of Queen and like particularly the song People and shit or Strange People or Twelve? weird shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jim, we call that statutory rape. Hey, this okay? chick was like fucking, I don't know. This chick was in like ninth grade. Oh. So I was just like, whatever, let's do it. <laughs> well, I mean, what do you, what do you all think about that? It happened. I think, yeah. Tim, were you, that, where but... were you, where were you growing up? Were you growing up in a rural place? I was in Gardnerville. <laughs> Man, isn't it weird how so, like smaller yes, towns, yes. it seems to happen younger. Isn't that bizarre? You would think the big city kids <laughs> would be banging earlier, but they're not. Well, I never thought about that, man. Rick, Rick, your face was a little condescending when you said, are you from a rural town? Yeah, that's great. That's great. I you do that again. Yeah, because Rick was like, uh, I lost my virginity in a small town in Iowa. No. <laughs> and it's from years of asking this question to many different people. It, when that happens, it's usually like, oh, yeah, we had we lived in a farming community somewhere, blah, blah, blah. I think it's been like, yeah. I think the last time yeah. I asked somebody that, it was Gardnerville also. So there's some in the water out there. Oh, or Dayton. Or Dayton, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's Dayton. No, it has to do with uh, I mean, uh, supervision. Tomato. Supervision and less stuff for kids to do. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah. There's no museums. Yeah. There's fewer it, parks. It's like in Fallon. There's nothing to do so people, so kids smoke meth, unfortunately. There's bikes, right. meth, deserts, and uh, 40s. That's what you get. Sad. Yeah. Sounds like a good time to me. <laughs> 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 No man. Uh, um, if you. <laughs> oh wait, uh, Adam. Uh, same question to you, I guess. Ooh, I was 19. Went with this chick out into the middle of the desert, and uh, in the back of my car, it was a Subaru wagon. No. 88. No way. <laughs> 
God, dude. That's so a third yeah, girl. It didn't last long. To be expected. Oh, God. And <laughs> you drove that red, that red fucking thing. It had a, it had a Spitfire wheels logo sticker on the hood of that fucking the thing. The Honda? Like, it was like... It had, like, it was like this, the it was a huge shit. Yeah, yeah, like, like, that was my Subaru was before that. Oh, oh man. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I drove it up uh, every... Like, all over Peavine. Just mobbed the shit out of it. He drove that thing to the ground. And like, yeah. I treated it like so, it was a Jeep or something. It. <laughs> we are going to move to some rapid-fire questions. Don't think Uh-oh. too hard. Just answer, oh, uh, shit. given the options. All like, right, all right. For instance, who wins in a fight? A donkey or a walrus? Ooh, walrus. Easy walrus. Walrus. Walrus has the big teeth and it's way big, and they're sure. mean, huh? They mean. The donkey's got what? It turns around and kicks it? It's got to turn around and kick Jim? Uh, <laughs> I'm from the small town. I'm going to say donkey. <laughs> donkey, there you go. I'm from the little fucking farm town. Uh, I love it when someone right. sticks up for donkey. <laughs> what kind of music do you prefer? Elvis or the Beatles? Hmm? Beatles. Beatles. Mm. Yeah. You're from a small town. You're gonna go. With, oh, Beatles. No. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Elvis. Right? No, 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 the Beatles. Yeah, <laughs> the Beatles are just better. He said he already said Beatles. Can't take uh, it back. We were all hippies at one in point in our life. Huh? Elvis or the Beatles? Oh, I'd fight Elvis. Dude, way uh, more entertaining. Elvis no. win, dude. You didn't hear? Hey, no, no, Elvis. Elvis versus the Fab Four. Who wins in a fight? I don't know. Elvis is pretty. I mean, I'm sure they've gotten crazy and high on acid a few times. Those four dudes. That doesn't make you fight better. I bet bet they get scrap. (laughs) If you go crazy, it doesn't matter. If they had to scrap (laughs) when they were in Hamburg, when they were young, that's true. They'd be scrapping. And I suppose it depends on what age we're talking about. Because like fat Elvis at the end of his life probably yeah. not, but like young Elvis. He was still like he was Elvis. still on Doctor Speed all semester. the way to the end. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's true. I don't know a whole lot about Elvis. That would help his odds. Yeah. <laughs> Seems like he couldn't take on four. <laughs> <laughs> It's true. I mean, four people on one, that's that's kind of a fair <laughs> point. Are we just, are we calling it a draw? It sounds like we can't, oh, there's God. no way we can decide this, yeah. right? No, no. Hedwig and the Angry Inch or Rocky Horror Picture Show? I've never seen Hedwig and the Angry Inch, to be honest. I've never seen but either. I, but I do like Rocky Horror Picture Show. I haven't seen any, either of them. Jim, do you have an opinion at all? Uh, I was looking at my phone. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like we're recording. Hey, saw yeah. a shiny. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, saw a shiny squirrel. Recording. Oh, yeah, I saw a shiny squirrel. That's my. Uh... <laughs> Jim's gonna go Rocky Horror. Okay, yeah. so it's more Rocky Horror. Okay, uh, AIDS or cancer? What? Which would you rather have? Which would you rather have? Ooh. AIDS or cancer? AIDS. What what kind AIDS. of cancer? AIDS is pretty treatable these days. That's yeah. a good point. But so is cancer Secondary, to an extent. That's a like good what point. kind of cancer? No, that's you don't get to choose. No, the action. question is AIDS or cancer. Spin the cancer. Well, that's the thing. Is like if it was skin wheel? cancer, I mean, I could get by that. But like bone, spinal. Like cancer. I mean, there's some there's some shit that like penis cancer, Adam. Yeah, penis cancer. I, you know, I, you know, I just I hear a lot of words from Adam that are all I hear is negative one point, negative one point, negative one point. <laughs> These aren't very rapid fire answers. <laughs> Damn it, that's right. I'm supposed to be quick. Yeah, we gotta go. Hey, sure. Okay. Yeah. Hey, it's Jim. What'd you pick? Can- 
Cancer's too ambiguous. Uh, uh. That depends. How did you get it? <laughs> All right. Puke or diarrhea? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's cancer, cancer. It's cancer, Ooh, cancer. I'm going to say come. diarrhea. Yeah. <laughs> Over puke. No. Uh, uh, AIDS. <laughs> okay. Him <laughs> shaking aside AIDS with a side of puke or diarrhea? Yeah. Puke. Symptoms oh, of puke. Uh, puke. Yeah, puke. Good. Yeah, you can do that anywhere. You don't have to drop your pants. I really piss on my ass. Fuck, that's terrifying. (laughs) Being gay is a great thing, and being ginger is a great thing. Of those two great things, which one would you rather be, gay or ginger? I mean, my beard's already kind of ginger. Sorry, my mutton chops are already kind of ginger. So, I guess ginger? Uh, I don't really have a preference. I don't care. I'd rather be ginger, I guess. I don't... Jim, is it ginger all around? Wait, what was the question? Gay or ginger? Gay or ginger. Oh, shit. Fuck yeah, ginger. Okay, ginger all around. (laughs) All right, clash or sex pistols? Oh, shit. Oh, sex pistols. Uh, Damn, that's a tough one. Yeah. Oh, shit, that's a tough one. Uh, Clash all the way. I'm going to have to say clash. Yeah, clash. Okay. Clash or remove? Clash of Ramones. Uh-huh. Ooh, Ramones. Ramones. Clash. We were in a Clash for Cash contest and we came up second place. We were Ramones Mania. Oh, nice. I like. Uh-huh. I do like Ramones, but like after three songs, they yeah all kind of sound like those three songs. No, it's fucking totally true. Yeah. But I do like them. Those are fantastic. Every song starts off with one, two, one, two, three, four. Now that's the. We played with this cover band called the Gabba Gabba Hayes, and like every single song was just what do what did you not? Oh yeah. Would you rather? Something annoying. Yeah. Would you rather be beat up or arrested? Arrested. Uh, I don't have a criminal record at all, so like arrested would be novel. I just beat up. (laughs) Although both are tempting. Uh, uh, (laughs) Probably just arrested. There ain't no repercussions after getting beat up, right? Except to heal. That's it. No, no legal nothings. Right. Yeah. Well, again, the next question: How bad are we getting beat up here? And how bad are we getting arrested? Brink of death. Well, yeah, what's the yeah, how just, bad are we getting arrested? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. You guys are the worst to do rapid fire questions. It has nothing to do. It has nothing to do with the bucket of weed you've smoked during this interview. Yeah, we're we're, we're specific, strong, so now guys. we want to speculate on every question because we're generating all these ideas. So. Rapid fire, rapid fire. Well, I thought that simple, bro. Everyone has AIDS. <laughs> uh, just say some shit like that. <laughs> uh, monogamy or consenting three way? Monogamy. Uh, consenting three way. <laughs> uh, yeah, monogamy. Very good. I'm gonna give you some points for that. All right. Wrong answer, uh, Scott. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> bongs or joints? Ooh, joints. Bongs. Joints. Yeah, uh, I love both, but I like... When I was younger, I smoked out of bongs that had mold in them, and it fucked my lungs up. Kind of sour. Oh, yeah. Was, the dangers of bongs. Yeah, but uh, the dangers yeah. of bongs, bongs. and mold... Dab or be hygienic, kids. Be hygienic. But no, um, 
Currently, I'd say joints, but honestly, I've been super into this really long Gandalf pipe. Nice. And uh, I find long pipes have been have become my favorite. Yeah, yeah, like that. I love your pipe. I too have a, a Gandalf pipe. Or I, I think it looks more like the one that the Hobbit smokes. Yeah, yours looks like Bilbo's. <laughs> Lord of the Rings or Star Wars? Oh damn, that's a hard. That, Lord of the Rings. That, Star Wars. Lord of the Rings. Star Wars. I love both. Don't get me wrong. It's 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 close, but Lord of the Rings all the way. Jim. Yeah, I have to say Star Wars because I've never seen Lord of the Rings. Good man. Good man. Every well, time we yeah. ask a question, and I need to wait for you to say Jim, because I, I can't tell if he's awake or asleep there. Well, yeah. he's, both. he's both at the same time. Schrodinger's Jim. He's currently lucid dreaming. Until you talk to him, he's both awake and asleep. Well, I don't want to talk over the top of anybody. So Shit. No, like, yeah, yeah, fair enough. So I just kind of thought no, 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 back here. Oh, yeah. it's that Canadian politeness. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You guys are talking to me. I don't want to yeah. get in front of it. <laughs> what do you think, Roy? Should we wrap it up? Smoking. Oh, yeah. Uh, Nick, send me over your scores. I'll tabulate them here on my All calculator. Right. Let me email you that. There you go. I'll text it over to you. Beep, beep, beep. Clearly, I won. Unfortunately, um, Adam um, did not. Um, uh, 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 what is that? Win place is, or show? What is He's that? A power bill? <laughs> yeah. He, no, it's What's actually. Um, you know what it is? Place. <laughs> He's, he's in fourth place um, behind your uh, former guitar player who actually <laughs> plays oh, with zero points, which was better score than Adam. Um, but coming in as our lovely runner-up is Scott, leaving us with Big Jim as the winner. Oh! 845,062 oh, points. Jim tried yeah. the least and won. Thank you. <laughs> That'll teach me. Smooth. Is it Sometimes less is more. Less words behind. is more. And I get to win the imaginary, yeah. unimaginary. Praise and adulation of your peers, as opposed to the mockery that your uh, bandmates are going to get at once the public at large hears this uh, interview. Yeah. So This uh, win has I, nothing I, to do I with your upsetting like a- virginity story. Ooh. I feel like a gift card would be equally as tantalizing as the real gift. So maybe you guys like start doing gift cards. See, I wasn't oh, just, you I know was excited what? to I'll, hear that's tell you how to do your radio show. I'll send that right over to Financial and I'm sure they're got right on it. Amen. <laughs> well, I think that is the light at the end of the tunnel. Um, or it is at least the computer that I've set on fire. Um uh, so uh, we're gonna get one last song from you guys here, right? Okay. Yeah, this is actually yeah. a brand new song off the new album we're about to release. It's probably not quite finished being mixed, but almost there. I don't. Know, I think it's one of the top bangers on the record. For yeah, sure, we, right? hell yeah. Anyone yeah, can agree with that, right? I think yeah, definitely one of the top, more top bangers. So I'm pretty sure we're, we're gonna can... be doing a music video for this one down the road i do want to get a bunch of videos uh going for yeah. an album where can and people try to do... find you on the uh, wild west of the internet so um, you know pretty basic ones we do have spotify. a facebook, spotify for one uh we do have a facebook we do have an instagram uh i think there's a twitter floating out there you can find us on somewhere. itunes uh we're all we're all on all those stream, streaming yeah, sites Reverb Nation. Is another good one 
Do you have your own website, or is the best place to find news on the social media? Uh, probably Facebook is going to be, be the, the best social, spot for yeah, that. Yeah. Social media. Actually, I'm working in process of uh, looking into getting the website built. Actually, I'm taking a hand at building one right now, and it's it's a slow process. It's rather difficult, but I'm learning fast, and it's coming along. So uh, I think by the time it comes to the actual band one, I think it's going to go a lot smoother. So. Uh, a lot of, lot of big things coming up. We just got to get this recording done. Well, once you get that yeah. figured out, please let me know because our website's a mess and we could really use somebody to fix that. <laughs> <laughs> That's a potential to see how comfortable I get with what I'm working with here. So, hey, hey. Uh, uh, well, this has been a lot of fun chatting with you guys. I wish you all the best. And um, as, you know, things develop, let us know if you have any opportunities to play some shows, get your music out there or anything. Uh, we're sure. happy to Definitely. shout it out and, you know, repost it along on the Internet. Yeah, thanks well, for thank having us. Very thanks, much. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you yeah. so much. And thank you, everybody. Thank you guys. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah. Rick and got, Nick and got a full length album coming. Should be out within a few months, hopefully. Hell yeah. Cadillac Kim had the bails, so she okay. just wanted to say goodbye to you guys and, and uh, Cadillac Kim, nice to meet you and thanks right. for having us. Well, for the whole team yeah, here, it's the worst little podcast. Life is short and we love you. Good night, ladies. On the worst little podcast, we're talking out of our ass.
Yes. A little rat piss for good luck.